Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Sunday to all those who are tuning in to us right now. You're listening to Future Talk. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Lots and lots is in store on today's show because we have big news and big statistics about how much time people living right here in the UAE spend online. Yes, indeed. We're talking about how UAE residents spend more than seven hours a day online. That's rookie numbers. <laughs> That's I mean, because you know why, Omnia? Why? Yesterday I got the update or I got the notification the from time? from screen time. You give me a number. Let me guess. Twenty-seven hours. Twenty-four hours. Twenty-seven. <laughs> More than what's in a day? Twenty-three hours. I'm not, I don't go to sleep. <laughs> you know, I have a friend who actually does. Her screen time showed up twenty-three hours a day. I don't know what this person is doing, but my my time went uh, surprisingly to eleven hours yesterday. For surprisingly, last, why for are you last surprised? week all uh, well, I mean, I was on Clubhouse yeah. a lot. Oh, that's why. Yes, Clubhouse indeed. Clubhouse is stealing all of your time online and data. Oh, yes, that's a big one. Uh, Today, we're also going to be talking all about Google making headlines because nowadays we've heard about Google officially stopping the use of cookies. Not the yummy cookies that we always talk about, but the third-party cookies that are tracking our information. And if you're worried that Google will potentially find other ways to track its users, well, rest assured that this will not be happening anytime soon. Yes, and we're also talking about my favorite app, TikTok, and how it's also making it easier for creators to answer their fans' questions. Now, a lot of them do make Q&As, and we always see it uh, coming in kind of as a reply to comment Mm -hmm. or something of that sort. But now, TikTok is making it easier. Yes, indeed. Also coming up on the show, if you've always wanted to go into a store and check out on your own without necessarily having to stand in line or wait for a cashier to get your items checked out, well, we're going to be talking about the reality of this that is happening with Amazon all the way in the UK. Yes, but we're not done talking about apps just yet because Twitter is coming up with an undo send button. I mean, it's about time. Since they come out with that undo send button, I mean, WhatsApp has the delete message, Snapchat has the delete message, Instagram has the unsend message, but Twitter, whatever you typed, was there forever. But now, we might see that Twitter is going to kind of get onto that train. Lots and lots is in store on today's show, so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked, and we'll be right back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a lot of feelings <laughs> for Sunday. I have a lot of feelings. One of the feelings is hunger because of Google's cookies. That's just me. Is my love too- Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. How much time do you spend a day online? Now, before the break, I said that I spend around 11 hours a week, a day, uh, every day of the week <laughs> online and on my phone. That's just my phone. That's not uh, considering my computer and my laptop. Yeah. But a new statistic does show that UA residents spend more than seven hours a day online. Now, before we get into the story, I want you guys to take us in at 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. How many hours do you spend a day online? And if you do have an iPhone, I don't know if this option is available on Android, Mm -hmm. but if you do have an iPhone, go to screen time and text us in your numbers. And if you do beat me, I will give you a shout out personally on my own Instagram account and on the radio. <laughs> I'm actually, I would actually be surprised if someone beats you out because I feel like 11 hours is not that much actually. You know what? I, I'm I, surprised yeah, that it's only. Yeah, how long are you? 
I'm still trying to figure it out. Good All question. All right, get, throw me your phone <laughs> and, so I can figure it out. Okay, so, oh, only? It's four hours and eight minutes. I think that's just for today. A day. That's just for today. No, but that's a daily average from last week. So, hmm. I don't know. All right. But we'll give Hani to double check. But yeah. from my understanding, it's four hours a day, which is actually not that bad if I think about it, especially because... Our whole life has become online and these statistics are actually starting out from 2020 at a time when the whole world was working from home, studying from home, our entire life was based online and that kind of continued even when people were starting to go back to their physical work jobs. What's wrong? Why do you spend only four hours and eight minutes a day on your See, phone? See, I'm even surprised by that because my laptop is basically never off. And by the way, you're 54% down from last week. Oh, wow. So so you haven't been on, on your phone just generally. So 54% down. That means I've been down, studying more efficiently. Yeah. <laughs> so probably at eight hours around that mark. Yes, that's what I last saw. But what I need to know, Omni, is why do you okay. spend an hour and 15 minutes on WhatsApp? What, <laughs> what, what do you mean? How, how do I not spend that much on WhatsApp? I have not. Like WhatsApp, I'll probably... 10 minutes. What? I do not use WhatsApp. You don't communicate with people on WhatsApp? I got different means to, of communication. <laughs> oh my God. It's probably Clubhouse. Let's see how much you spent time on Clubhouse. I think half yeah. of the 11 hours are basically on Clubhouse, but people have also been paying online and that's one of the biggest uh, increases in time online that a lot of people have seen as well as their use of the internet. So according to a new report, statistics show that people actually spend 7.24 hours on the internet every single day. And according to the World Digital Report of 2021, a resident living right here in the UAE tends to spend about 40 hours per week browsing the internet through their smartphone, while on the other hand, they spend 86% of their time playing electronic games. Yeah, well, uh, my screen time is ridiculous, okay? Okay. I'll tell you, so it only gives me per week. Okay. So last week when I was at 10 hours and 25 minutes a day, uh-huh. I was on Snapchat for the full, whole week, so seven days of yeah. my week. I spent 14 hours on Snapchat, God. 11 hours on Twitter, 11 hours on Instagram, and 10 hours on Clubhouse. And the least one was one hour on WhatsApp, and that's for a whole week. You know, the thing is, when you think about it, if we were to put all this time that we spend on social media platforms, on our phones in general, into like a new business idea, you could potentially build a business from scratch with all this time that you spend online. You have a 100% great point, Omnia, because we use our phones a lot and it is time consuming. But I just do believe it's how you optimize your time on True. your phone. Like sometimes... I'll just be watching a YouTube video. You're probably like, are you watching funny YouTube? I'm not, I'm not watching funny YouTube videos. I'm watching yeah. probably documentaries. I'm expanding my knowledge. On Clubhouse, uh, I, I talk I talk with people who have the same mindset as me. I mean, with the phone now, it is a form of entertainment, yes. But, but I do believe as well. that it has a mean to actually educate you and, and expand your knowledge. And it's interesting that you mentioned this because the report also showed that Google actually ranked first in terms of the number of visitors on the, what, the number one website that people actually spent the majority of their time online with. They had a total of 244 million visits, which is to be expected. Whatever you think about, you simply go ahead and Google it. But YouTube is also one of the most used social media platforms. People were using it at a percentage of 87.4. So mm, out I of th- Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 
and WhatsApp, I'm, YouTube on. I'm not surprised. I do believe, especially during the pandemic, uh, those numbers did skyrocket yeah. because of obviously the pandemic and everyone was home. But again, uh, YouTube is becoming that TV for yes. everyone. I mean, most of the time, a lot of people are bored. Back in the day, they turn on the TV, but now they open YouTube, and I do believe most of it does come from children mm. because they can see their favorite YouTubers. They can watch Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Uh, Please don't I, get this song has like in my seven head. Seven billion views. I'm seven not, billion. Honey, I'm not surprised. Every kid, if you want to entertain them, open this song for them. Like, like Omnia, I remember uh, my friend's son. We saw him on Friday. He's like yeah. a baby, like one years old. Yeah. And everyone, you know, is oh, could you? <laughs> You know, usually they say, kuchu, kuchu. So I sing, baby shark. Oh. They just start clapping as if it's now their language. And the kid goes crazy, like, yeah, baby shark. That's all he cares about, baby I, shark. I mean, it's becoming the new lullaby. I, I'm not surprised, honestly, especially because YouTube spe- during the pandemic yes. was the number one way to keep kids occupied as well. So baby shark, Omnia, 8 billion views on YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let us know. Our text lines are open. 4215. <laughs> now you're going to keep this song stuck in my head for hours. 4215. Or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. We want to hear from all of you. What app have you been spending the majority of your time online on? Is it Instagram? Is it YouTube? Is it Twitter? Is it WhatsApp like me? Or is it email apps? What is it? Of course, you would say email us. <laughs> Let us know you guys' thoughts. 4215, do it slots. But, ladies and gentlemen, keep your youth. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. You know, honey, I love cookies. Out of every form of sweets in the world, cookies, I think, are by far my favorite. But the one type of cookies I don't like are third party cookies. Have you heard of them? <laughs> I love the joke on me. <laughs> I love it. Now, I don't like third-party cookies as okay. well. And for those who don't know what cookies are when we're talking about technological terminology, yes. it's a, cookies, they kind of they track you. Yes, and they give you personalized ads and all of the Google ads that pop up on your platform are coming from third-party cookies. But the good news is last year, Google has decided to end those third-party cookies. And people have been wondering if Google will figure out another way to create online ads. and Cinnabons. More... <laughs> Cinnabons. That's a Brownies. Really ba- that's a really bad joke. Bra- yeah. That's a really bad joke. Now, if you've been worried about, you know, Google coming up with different ideas to personalize the ads that we get, rest assured that Google is not planning, at least up until now, to enable or build any alternative tools to track web browsing traffic, especially because it has decided to strengthen its security on its Chrome browsers. Yes, now Google first announced it would get rid of third-party cookies, which for decades has enabled online ads just early last year to meet the growing data privacy standards in Europe and the United States. Now, privacy activists for years have criticized tech companies, including Google, for using cookies to gather web browsing records across websites they don't own, which does enable them to develop profiles on users' interests and even say, uh, actually give them mm-hmm. personalized ads. But now Google is pledging it will not use other technology to replace the cookies. So there's no more brownies or Cinnabons. <laughs> or it will build features inside of Google Chrome to allow itself to access that data. Although it does continue to test ways for businesses to target ads to larger groups of anonymous users with a common interest together. Yes, indeed. Now, keeping the internet open and accessible for everyone is a big job. And it does require 
internet providers to keep the privacy of their users intact and safe. And that means not only ending third-party cookies, but also any technology that is currently being used to track individual people as they browse into or on the web. We've seen Apple actually tighten up its privacy regulations as well and require different app developers to go ahead and basically adjust their apps if they'd like to stay a part of the well-known app store especially when it comes to tracking users without them knowing now as of right now uh, rival advertising tech companies are currently building tools to identify users across the web anonymously and many companies have actually been seeing their shares drop back in january of 2020 immediately after google first announced that it would eliminate those cookies however it has slowly uh, risen up over the past year. Yes, indeed. Now, I do believe it's a very good uh, actual initiative by Google yes. to kind of give them that security and safety. But at the same time, I do believe they're saving their tail before <laughs> Europe kind of goes on to them even more because we do know that even Apple, Apple was kind of going against Facebook. Yeah. So Apple was trying to be like the, the knight in shining armor. <laughs> like, hey, listen, I know I used to do a lot of things, but now I'm not doing those things anymore. And But hey, Facebook, you got to stop that. Yes. So Facebook and Apple are going at it. And I do believe that at one point in time, Apple would have probably went for Google as well and point the fingers to Google. But let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it or on our Instagram, at Pulse95 Radio. We're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about TikTok. Yes. I love TikTok. TikTok and different creators. Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download? And I do believe that 99.9% of the population right here in the UAE has TikTok downloaded. Mm-hmm. And as someone who is the ambassador of TikTok, as someone who is the most Come famous on. person on TikTok most in famous. the UAE, wow. which is me with my 57 followers, <laughs> I'll be telling you how they're going to make it easier for creators like me to answer questions and answers. He lives the role of being a TikToker. Well, Mr. TikTok creator, TikTok has officially launched. I'm the. The TikTok a TikTok creator and that's even debatable. Well, they officially launched a new Q&A feature that is helping all creators answer questions from their fans. We've definitely seen different social media platforms being an e- having an easier format of allowing this communication between creators and their fans. But now TikTok is joining that and hopping on that bandwagon. They're also available and allowing this feature on both pre-recorded as well as live videos and it works by basically having viewers mark their comment as a question. So as a creator, you can then either answer the question through a text comment or even create a video reply if you want to elaborate on that question a bit more. Yes, and in live videos, presenters can select questions from a dedicated menu and then choose to highlight them during their live responses. Now, in video replies, Q&A comments can be added as stickers, which will link back to the video where the question was originally asked. Now, a new section in a creator's profile does aggregate all of their Q&A info into one place, as well as serving as another place for viewers to ask the questions. Now, TikTok does say this feature is available for creator accounts, which obviously I have. (laughs) Now, anyone can switch to via the manage account option in settings and turn on Q&A. So go to your settings and privacy page, select creator, then tap on Q&A and hit the turn on Q&A button to activate the feature. It's as simple as that. But the Q&A feature was being tested earlier this year as an opt-in feature 
two creator accounts with over 10,000 followers. Yes, indeed. Now it is available worldwide to anyone who wants to go ahead and opt in to it. So if you've been wondering about some of the, you know, some of the questions that you have had for your TikTok creators and you have had no way of asking them or receiving an answer for them, TikTok is now allowing you to do just that. And it's very interesting to see how the Q&A options actually pop up on the screen. So it's very similar to Instagram's Q&A option that appears in live videos. You know how they pop yes. up from underneath the screen? This is very similar. I don't like going live on IG. You don't like it? A lot of I enjoy watching IG live sometimes if they're not too long and too boring. I feel like it's kind of weird, you know? Why? Because they'd be like, hey, hey guys. And they're like, hey. You know, I get, I think one time, the first time I ever opened my IG live, yeah. I had like, I think, I think 300 viewers. Okay. And I was scared. Why were you scared? Because they're I watching. Felt watched. Yeah, they're watching, but you can't. Yeah, and you it's don't like, know what's going hey on. guys, I'm just like right here. And they're like, so you guys have any questions? But I personally think they're so much fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. if you ha- if a lot of people want to ask you questions, mm. it's super fun. Now, I like what TikTok is doing, but I'm waiting for Snapchat to implement this feature as well. Mm. Snapchat, a lot of big people have used Snapchat, but I don't think Snapchat is utilizing their platform. I mean, there's no live. Mm. There's no uh, question and answer. Yeah. Yes, they are trying to go with it, adding links and betting a lot of things. But I think at the same time, Snapchat has a long way to go. Well, let us know who are you planning to go ahead and ask questions to Me. as a part of your favorite TikTok Me. creators. <laughs> Hani is very insistent that it's him. I'm going to open my TikTok right now. <laughs> let us know who are some of your favorite TikTokers. And if you're going to go ahead and try out this feature yourself, our text lines are open. 4215 yes. door it to salat or side into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Yes, don't forget to go follow at oh. Hanny Talks, <laughs> Hanny underscore Talks on TikTok. I thought it was going to be at Hanny underscore AB. No, no, Hanny underscore Talks because obviously I do talk <laughs> and I got a whopping 64 followers on me, not 57. I just opened it and I just got like 10 followers. So uh, added followers. Yeah, and I think my most video is 1.6k views. So watch out, ladies and gentlemen. But we're taking a short break, and when we come back, we got a lot in store for you guys. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Just walk out. <laughs> Leave. Leave? Leave. Don't, you don't have to pay for it, Omni, anymore. The grocery store. Yes. Just okay. leave the grocery store okay. because we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, how you could just walk out in a shop in London, but it's not any type of shop. It's an Amazon just walk-in shop in London, London, and it's including an accidental free coffee. But hold on, hold on. You can't necessarily leave without paying because you've got cameras watching. Humans may not be there to see whether or not you've paid, but... Those AI cameras have definitely been watching you and seeing exactly what have you been doing before you leave that store. Now, we're used to Amazon, you know, what are, what are they called? The walk-in Shopping stores? Shopping yeah, yeah, okay. Or the walk-in stores being the reality in the U.S. But for the very first time, and Amazon did open a free grocery, it's not a free grocery stop, but a walk-in. There's free coffee. Free coffee with yeah. yeah, so there's uh, a okay, little bit of free I'm in really the UK. hungry today. You're really hungry? I can yeah, tell. Because you're talking about cookies, cookies, you're talking about grocery shopping. I mean, I, did I do anything to you? I didn't do, you didn't do anything. But like, you, you know me, I'm a person that doesn't eat. <laughs> I fast every day. It's called an intermittent fasting. But I mean, imagine for me to break my intermittent fast mm-hmm. in an Amazon shop like this. But it's a 2,500 square foot Amazon Fresh shop 
in Ealing, West London, and it will use cameras and sensors, just like Omnia said, to track customers as they shop, charging their credit card for items they've taken after they exit. Now, customers are queued outside the black and green storefront under social distancing measures to be first to use the convenience store. Now, the outlet, which is, according to Amazon, the first convenience grocery store to offer just walking out shopping in the UK and its first physical shop and grocery store outside of the U.S. Yes, indeed. If you're wondering about how this new outlet is used, well, all you have to do as a customer is to download the Amazon application. After you do that, you'll go ahead and scan the QR code of every product before the electronic gate that is found at the entrance of the shop goes ahead and swing open and allows you to browse a range of Amazon brand products. On the opening day, a lot of assistants were, you know, spread around and scattered around the different shop, trying to make sure that all of the people and the customers visiting knew exactly what they should be doing. And once you've bagged your items, the customer won't have to show a card or let anyone know that they've paid because AI and cameras are watching. So all they'll have to do is simply walk outside the store, which to be honest, I personally feel like it would be weird. I'd feel like a thief. If, even if I had checked out and paid, I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I didn't pass by a human being cashier. Yeah, I mean, it would kind of feel pretty weird. And I think I believe that if people start to go to normal stores, they might start walking out by accident. <laughs> but uh, a sales manager who actually lives in the area did stop to buy ingredients for a cake. And he actually said the speed of shopping at the Amazon store made it actually appealing. Now, we're seeing a lot of feedback from people and shoppers in the area saying that that store was probably the best shopping experience of their life. Now, despite the ease of their shopping experience, people say that they're somewhat troubled about what the arrival of Amazon shop would mean in the long term. Now, one person did say that they're a bit worried that it's going to put other businesses that that they use out of business. So yes, they are a little bit concerned because they are such a giant. And we do know that when Amazon gets their, their hands on something, they perfect it. Now, Amazon's unmanned shops do represent Amazon's biggest effort to reshape, reshape physical retailing and has offered its license the Just Walk Out technology system to other companies. You know, honey, I think one of the biggest advantages of using such a store is the fact that a lot of the times you'd go grocery shopping, you'd go in, and in your mind, you just need to pick up one or two items. But the queue at the cashier, I mean, it it could potentially take you about 20 minutes just to be able yeah. to check out those two items. And then you got the old ladies, come, come, come. <laughs> Yes. So you hold like trying a, to be polite. Yeah, like you know, a water and a banana. Like, come, come, come. You can come in front yeah. of me. And then by the time you leave the grocery store, surprise, you've spent at least 30 minutes to pick up an item or two. With this technology, you don't have to worry about long queues at the grocery store, especially if such a technology was implemented right here in the UAE. Ramadan is coming up, and we all know that during Ramadan, People shop as if they're going to go hungry for months. <laughs> yes, because obviously you're, you're, you're hungry when you're shopping and you're going grocery shopping. And I remember uh, I used to buy a lot of things, you know, and come of thought time, you don't feel I was like, like a sambusa. <laughs> and I'm like, Alhamdulillah, you know, I'm like, I'm done. But let's know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it on Instagram, at Pulse95 Radio. Would you like a just walkout type of store implemented right here in the UAE? If so, why? But ladies and gentlemen, my favorite song. <laughs> Pulse 95. Pulse. SMS Pulse 95. We want to hear from you. 4215. Anytime. Pulse. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95.
We asked for it, but we did not get it. <laughs> that is the reality of the newest button that Twitter has been releasing. It's kind of like a... How can we say it? It's like, uh, it's okay. I couldn't give you what you wanted, but here's something else that may what, replace it. I think what everyone wanted, Omnia, or... Delete the tweet button. We have a delete tweet button. Uh, no, I mean, what was it that they wanted? They wanted an edit tweet button. Edit tweet, sorry. Which, sorry, which sorry. doesn't work. Yeah. If for, if for a lot of people who don't use Twitter wanted an edit tweet, but the people who actually use Twitter, they said, no, we don't want an edit tweet button because it can cause so much trauma and problems. Exactly. And drama, not trauma. <laughs> and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey also believes the same, which is exactly why there's a lot of rumors that we may just be getting an undo send button on Twitter. Yes, especially when it does come to messaging, direct messaging on Twitter. Now, yes. we do see that almost every social media platform or instant, mes- instant messaging platform mm. does have an option to delete tweets, uh, delete messages or unsend messages. Except our main man, Twitter. You don't got any options. And I think a lot of people are now even wanting voice notes in their DMs as well. But obviously, I don't know what Jack Dorsey's kind of, uh, he's holding on to what. I don't know why. But now, as millions of Twitter users do demand an edit button to correct spelling errors on their tweets, now we are looking at a new undo send button that is in the works. Now, the Twitter interface does show familiar your tweet was send dialogue above a new undo button so if you tweeted something i think it'll, it'll be kind of like you have like a let's say two second window mm. where you can unset undo it and that's my question is it going to be like whatsapp or will it be like instagram so with whatsapp when you delete a message both parties the sender and the receiver can see that you've deleted a message but with instagram if you unsend a message no one knows that you i always catch them though how <laughs> How would you catch I it? I just winked to Omni um, on air just so you guys don't. Um, I, a man never tells his secrets. Oh, God. Unless unless you're on, you're constantly on the DM session on Instagram, I don't think people would know. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I have an own trick. I'll tell you about it later, Omni, but I'm not going to tell the general public just because <laughs> this is my trick. But the undo button doubles as a progress bar, which will appear to show you how long you have to undo a tweet before it gets sent. Now, last year, reports did surface that that Twitter has started working towards its paid subscription service that will provide users options like undo send button along with an ability to tweet longer and high quality videos. A lot of people also complain about (laughs) Twitter compressing uh, their videos and pictures and the quality not coming out okay. Yes, indeed. Now, the undo send button will be providing a 30 second window for every tweet out there, every user to go ahead and either recall their tweet or withdraw it with typos and other errors before anyone can go ahead and see it. This will, however, be only an alternative to the edit button users have been demanding for years. So there is no hope as far as of today that anyone is going to be getting the edit tweet button. But this I is... I hope that we never get the edit tweet button. <laughs> you say something, mean it. <laughs> True. I agree with you on that one, especially because people will start using it in a very Yeah, like spread misinformation. Yeah. I mean, and we do know that Twitter is very big on stopping the spread of misinformation. So I could say, hey, I love candy. And that gets like 40,000 retweets. And then I say, hey, listen, the sky's green today. <laughs> right? It just doesn't work. It's misinformation. So uh, I, unfortunately, Omni and I actually had this conversation before. People on Twitter believe something from its retweets and likes. Yeah, and it's very sad to see how any 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 opinion could basically become a fact if it gains a lot of retweets, a lot of likes, and it gives power sometimes in the wrong hands. So let us know your thoughts. What do you think about this brand new 
not yes. edit button, but undo, undo send button, button undo on send button, Twitter. Yes. Is it something that you've always been wanting and you're happily celebrating that it could soon become an option? It has not yet been released. However, rumor has it that it will soon be available for everyone around the world and right here in the UAE. Forget the undo button. I want voice notes in the <laughs> DMs. I'm tired of typing. You know, sometimes what I'll do, what? I use that speech to text uh, option. Oh my God. Are you? I like sometimes. It's the, it's I don't the level of laziness. It's not laziness. Just like sometimes I don't feel like typing. I, I love the voice note option on WhatsApp. If you know me, you know that I, sometimes I would not be bothered to write down text. Yeah, and, and then just... there's like a little delay in the beginning. So you'll say, Omni, say, hey, how are you four times? <laughs> hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah. So let's know you guys' thoughts. 4215, do it, or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. But this does conclu- conclude Future Talk for today. But we're going to be here same time, same place. Only on Pulse 95. So I guess you guys can say that you guys are a prisoner <laughs> to Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.